0: I was fired and people were happy and I looked at them like what the fuck is wrong with you I just was fired everyone was like good that's great I thought this was the weirdest thing on today's episode called live the life you love we're going to be talking about my journey to living a life according to my standards tips on how you can live life according to your standards as well as foods that can free you mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually. Here's the Intro. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered podcast. This is Ava Shayel, your host, holistic health coach and lifestyle expert. In this podcast, we're going to be interviewing top health experts as well as talking to holistic healers, spiritual healers, and just helping you with everyday life. Each episode is going to be extremely fun. And as I always say, bring a green juice because it's going to be very juicy. Back in 2012, December 2012, I had graduated from Central Connecticut. People say state, I call it a corporation. So Central Connecticut Corporation University. And if you have questions on that, you can ask me offline and I'll be happy to answer. That's a separate thing. So I graduated with my Bachelor of Science Degree in music education and I became then you had to go through separate testing. So I became certified in uh, music education pre-k through 12 And when I became certified I had went from job to job interview to job interview and for my Particular job that I wanted which was a violin music teacher you had to audition. So I had auditioned and I auditioned for Manchester Public Schools and they had interviewed teacher after teacher after teacher and this was to be the orchestra teacher I believe at the time it was for the elementary school and I love elementary school they were so cute the kids I miss the children not the adults <laughs> uh, not at that particular school because I didn't work there but in just in general the politics and administration I just hated it was just a fucking nightmare but it was between me and another teacher who was really an excellent teacher in his field at the school where he was initially at but he was switching jobs so it was between me and him I didn't get the job he ended up getting it but it was still an accomplishment because I was the only one left and I had to audition for it then it was like the end of summer and I was like well am I gonna get a fucking job <laughs> So I ended up getting a teaching job local here at the Connecticut Corporation and so I ended up getting a teaching teaching job there and I was very very happy. I was very excited, you know, single female, fresh out of college, making her own funds. Um at the time I thought it was such a big deal because it was in a it was in a high paid a high paid community, I wanna call it. A high paid school. The area I was at. It was very high on the poverty scale, high in, in violence, so you get a higher pay there. And I was not aware of that till afterwards, but I love the children and I loved working there and I started I think I started at the end of August and in October I thought I was all set by the way I thought this was my life I had it all planned out I went to meetings they discussed 401k they discussed uh, savings they discussed teacher benefits and all this and I was like this is so cool. You know I had the the teacher teacher outfit <laughs> I used to love my cardigans and my you know cut off banana republic pants I was always shopping by the way like I was I was living the life <laughs> by myself and so I would attend these meetings, and I thought, you know, my life was all set. I said, I'll retire when I'm sixty-two. If it goes sixty-two at the time, I think the number has gone up since then. I'll live in a small house, you know, me and maybe a dog or something like that at the time, and I'm all set. I'll be all set. That's that was my mentality. I think at the time I was making forty-six thousand a year. Mind you, this is a lot for a single female, like I said, fresh out of college. And then if I went back, I was going to go back to school for my master's in educational leadership because a lot of people, when I was at college, I was part of the Dean's Leadership Institute and I inspired the the entire program. And I also went to school on scholarship because of my GPA. Um, but anyway, I had different different scholarships for that. So, by the way, that doesn't make you, and you'll you'll understand where I'm going with this as the episode continues. So, they had encouraged me to go for administration, so I was going to go to school for either that, and then I had set my mind on going to school for elementary ed, because I really saw that I just loved teaching children all subjects, and actually, when I went for music education, it was like a double major, you're basically basically I could have taught anything because I've took so many classes. I was taking 11 classes which was ugh, unheard of. 11 classes per semester on top of working not one but two jobs and a business. So that's what I did. And that's just how I'm I'm used to hustling and grinding and just doing what I needed to do. I was very corporate minded. I didn't pay attention to anything else but you know making having financial stability that was my focus as my only focus is financial stability since I was at least you know 15 actually set when I was seven I had my own string making business with you know the string from Joanne fabrics you make tiger's tail and you do different things with it braid it and make bracelets and people actually purchased it so I was always business minded I don't know maybe I'm Matilda (laughs) so So, so if I went back to school to get my master's, my, let me see, my salary would have increased to like, it increased every year, but if I would have had my master's plus the year increase, increasement, I'm going to say, I love making up my own words, (laughs) it would have been about 50 to 52,000 per year and that would have been for me. So I was taken home like 1400 every two weeks every two weeks so i was kind of all set for like i said a single person i was looking into places to stay and different places to move and i just like i said i thought i had my life all planned out i was so proud of myself i got a job based on sheer talent because i also had to audition for for that job as well and yeah it was just in the hot seat all the time that's how it's like being a, a violinist a performer <laughs> and a music education major had to teach lessons in front of people and it yeah it puts you puts you in the hot seat but it was it was great i i loved doing it so i started at the end of august and normally teachers get there around 8 8 30 i used to get there at 7. i would get there at 7 a.m because it was At a school where I had to create the curriculum, they had no curriculum, no music curriculum whatsoever. So the curriculum that's in place, even now I was a part of. So after two months, after two months working at that school, something happened in October. And I was working long hours. I was working 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. I remember putting out on Twitter, on my Instagram, which those tweets are now gone for whatever reason. I don't know why. I They, they could still be there. I don't think 2012. But I would put out, and I think thankful for people who retweeted for funding for my students. They it was It's in a very poor area, so there was no funding for instruments. I was shelling out funds to get people violins. I was going from music store to music store, making sure the students had it, making sure their parents knew where to get it. So this, this was my life. I would work from 7 AM to 6 PM, come home, eat a little bit, then stay up till really till like midnight, 10, 11, 12, and then do it all over again. So it, it, it became my life. And then administration, and the politics, the people, I just started not liking it at all. It was, it was very, you can see the favoritism of people. And I was not the favorite because like I've said in past episodes, I have an extremely strong presence. It's not that I have to say anything. Some people can't handle your presence because really you should be in the leadership. They don't know how to take leader other people who are in leadership when they're in the leadership position. And I was changing you know the way things were going. The students were acting better. It was, it was a lot of things that I was putting in place. I had started a program where the students could get exposure through auditions with master professional violinists, and I was doing a lot of things. Even my Saturdays were devoted to, to, uh, meeting my students at their audition with this these professional violinists at I, I believe it was Tunxis Community College so I was doing a lot of things and implementing different programs so I would come home and I would come home frustrated because I just didn't like how I was being treated and I at, at this point I had wanted to leave my job so <laughs> the universe heard me And I I started to become a little bitter because I said, you know what? I I thought this was, you know, my destiny. This is where I was supposed to be. So I would come home like depressed. I would just I would look forward. The only thing I would look forward to going to is Whole Foods to eat. (laughs) That's where I was at. I was like, this is not I didn't feel appreciated at my job. People didn't treat me very well. Even though I was doing so much. And I just didn't like it. I hated it. And nothing was, you know, I would ask for things. Nothing was coming of anything. I was like, when are the children going to get this? When are they going to get that? It was so unmotherfucking organized. And, or disorganized. It's just, it was really bad. So I had wanted to leave. Then I started finding out certain things. And I said, you know what? I really don't want to be here anymore. I don't. But I couldn't leave um so something happened and it seemed like a curse at first from the the universe so even though I had wanted to leave I didn't want to leave that way I was actually injured on the job and I ended up getting workers comp so what was supposed to when I was supposed to only be out for two weeks I ended up being out for two months Because that's how bad the injury was. I had um, my whole, my shoulder, no, my neck, all the way down to my hands, injured. And I was in physical therapy for an entire year. So I was going back and forth. Mind you, when you have a workers comp case, you have to go to the school's doctors. So the school and the doctor are a team. Okay, so they didn't know I was going to be out until December. So I had thankfully I was super organized. I had set aside some substitute teacher plans and had that folder already. So the substitute was able to do what they needed to do. But then I guess the school got tired of me being out, even though I was really bad off. My mom was feeding me. She was feeding me and I wish she was on here again to tell you I couldn't drive. I was in a sling um, My relatives had to bring me certain places had to bring me to my appointments. I Had to lay down frequently because I was lightheaded. There was no oxygen going from my neck down However the school doesn't give a fuck about you and that's why I didn't want to work there because administration doesn't give a fuck they don't care if you're sick they don't give a fuck they want you to do a job and if you can't do it then they want to replace you and that's what happened with me so my injury was really bad I was going to physical therapy for like three maybe four times a week sometimes and going to the doctor and then I had to go see a hand specialist because I had nerve damage so (laughs) yeah so they were forcing me to go back to work like I said they don't give a fuck they told the doctor to send me back to school and he he was in the middle because like I said they all work for the same motherfucking people he was in the middle and he says I'm gonna send you back on light duty so I said okay light duty so He was supposed to write specifics as to what light duty entailed. So when I get back to school, they were playing games, which I don't fucking do. I get sent back to school on full duty. So they expected me to teach a whole class. Hold a violin, which I couldn't fucking hold because my left hand was still in a motherfucking sling. Uh, I was doing cafeteria duty and I looked to the vice principal and I said I said uh, my head is hurting and I need to sit I'm not getting oxygen I need to sit down so the vice principal which didn't like me from jump by the way because my personality was too fucking strong for him which is seems to be an issue still (laughs) anyways that's another topic He goes to the people over him and he says "Um, she said it was too loud in the cafeteria. So I only found this out after I won the workers comp case because I completely won, as I should have. And it was a bullshit lie. And that's bad karma. But I was working at two different schools So I'm working at two different schools. I get to the other school. My hand, my arms in a sling. The principal comes over and starts yelling at me. And I'm not able to get oxygen. But I said, if this bitch hits me, I'm going to. That's how I am. Don't come and yell at me because I'm going to be quiet. But you're going to be in for a fucking surprise. So she's yelling at me. Mind you, she didn't even care about music. She didn't care about those students. She was just full of shit. What happens with these schools and the administration is if they want you gone, they're going to push your buttons and they're going to make sure you're gone. They already had a meeting. They already wanted me out because I couldn't do my work and they ended up replacing me. So she comes and says, you know, it's not fair to the students. I'm like, so I'm calmly trying to explain to her. And I ended up having to go home early that day because I had to go lie down. I was not supposed to be back in school on full duty. And I was trying to explain that to her. I had a doctor's note. Like I said, my arm was in a sling. I had a physical therapy. No, I had, I was working with various people in physical therapy. I was injured. You could see I was injured. I couldn't do anything with my hand. So I went home. I didn't give a fuck because at the end of the day, it was my health. I couldn't do anything. I started teaching the students and I felt very lightheaded. Oxygen wasn't being sent where it was supposed to be sent. So I went home. She got her karma because she's not working at any of the schools. (laughs) Anyway, so I go home and it took it took a few months for the workers comp case to go through, but I ended up winning. And I get led down this path and I go to, I think I went to get acupuncture. And so I went to get acupuncture and this nurse for my arm. And this nurse says, that's great that you were fired. I'm looking at her like, are you insane lady? Are you seriously insane? Because like I said, I was coming from a corporate background. You had to be financially stable. You had to own your own shit I went from making uh 46,000 to nothing in no insurance now because my mom had retired I had insurance with my job now I, w- I had no insurance so everything was out of pocket <laughs> my insurance was still going it had a chance to expire so I went to go see the um the holistic nurse at this naturopath so she says, "You know what? She put it in perspective." And when I tell you, I started to feel different. It was something that hit me that day when she said that. I started to feel more euphoric, and it was a weird it was the weirdest feeling. I'm sitting there and she's talking and she said, "You know what? You're going down a new pathway." She said that had to happen because now it's the time for you to go down a new pathway this is where it begins and I'm like you know that was really encouraging for her to say I still couldn't fully wrap my my head around it because I'm like I am lost here I don't know what the fuck I'm doing but I did you always know what the fuck you're doing when you don't know what the fuck you're doing because it's already within you and that's what I want people to know. You already know what the fuck you're doing because it's already within you. So if you feel lost, great, because you're found. When you feel lost, you're found, okay? That's what I want people to understand. So then I go to one of my favorite places. I go to the this food truck and this lady says, I was like, I was just fired. She said, great. I'm like, what? the? This is the second time I'm hearing someone saying great. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these? I was just fired. Are you not hearing what I said? She was like, great. She was like, "It's it's the start of a new beginning for you. So I'm like, okay. Another person tells me, that's great. Everyone was saying it was so great that I was fired. And I didn't understand it. But what ended up happening is it gave me the time to focus on my mental well-being my emotional well-being my spiritual well-being and my physical well-being i took the time to focus on those areas because i realized i did not want to be around those toxic ass people that i was around in the school system and it also showed me what i needed to see I needed to see that people can be toxic and you're maybe I'm supposed to be my own boss. If you're being treated like this, other people would go to work and they would enjoy it. They would love it. They would get along with administration. What I want people to understand is sometimes you have a different energy that people cannot handle and people cannot take. And although you may love doing something, it may not be meant for you okay it may not be meant for you in that arena maybe you're not meant to work under somebody and see now that I know my astrology not to get off on a tangent or anything but now that I know my astrology it says basically I don't work under people I don't I've tried and not succeeded What's meant for you will always be meant for you. So what's meant for me was to become an entrepreneur. So after I got out of the school system, I went, it took about three years. I I actually became a blogger (laughs) and I really... I didn't know if I wanted to be a blogger or still do violin, so I was kind of in everything. So I started my blog called From the Root, which is no longer, but it was cool. People liked it. I had everything on there that I have on my website now, so I became a blogger. Then I was teaching violin lessons. I was a traveling violin teacher, so I did that. I was gaining my clients' but. Like I said, I've been sick my entire life, so my health um, had declined and I couldn't really travel back and forth, so I had to stop that. So even though I was really, really sick and I was seriously ill at this point because I didn't know that my immune system was broken down from like years back and all my organs were shutting down, what do I do? I go to school for health coaching (laughs) And I was advised not to. I really was. Um, but I did, and I finished it, and I became a certified raw food educator. So that was when I was 25, and I'm 30 now. So all those years, my like I said, my body was broken down. 25, 26 is when I found out that my organs were shutting down. I had all of this stuff, diabetes, liver damage, and then all to find out that I really was battling cancer. So, which I found out when I was 29. So anyway, that's what, that's what happened. It led me down that pathway to being a certified raw food educator and holistic health coach. And then, (laughs) um my life completely changed when i got out of the system at around i want to say 27 28 28 and decided to live uh completely free so i'm no longer under federal law i'm under supreme law constitution zodiac constitution backed by Rights of Indigenous People and Declaration of Human Rights, which I discussed on episode 203 very briefly. So my, my status has also changed as a person. I'm now a free national, an American national. When I say more American, I'm not saying I'm more American than you. I'm saying M-O-O-R, and Aboriginal Indigenous. So I'm a free national now. So So even though I became my own boss... That was another hurdle. Another hurdle um, was being looked down. I was looked down at becoming um, a free national. And people didn't really understand that because that's just a whole another arena, which I don't talk about. Because it it will go over your head. And because people are attached to their belief and they're attached to their understanding, you're not really going to understand that unless you study it and research it and do things like that. So that's what I'm doing. And by the way, Moors are not sovereign citizens. That's actually a oxy fucking moron. Um, You can't be sovereign and be a citizen. You're either sovereign or you're a citizen just for a fun fact, (laughs) but tips on how you we're just, we're free Nash, we're American nationals and we're just sovereign period, period the end. So what you can do to live the life you love. So a lot of times when people are on these nine to five jobs, they really don't, they're really stuck in this, this rat race and this mentality. I'm not downing nine to fives. I'm just talking about from experience. This, this, well, I'm not making enough, but I need something to kind of mentality I'm not making enough but I need something to support me kind of mentality and what the advice I would give to someone who maybe wants to supplement their income is maybe start doing the business that you really love start doing a side business I, I remember traveling for doTERRA and trying to um it became my full-time job I was trying to do health coaching at doTERRA doTERRA took precedent but it allowed me to utilize holistic health coaching in that and I was really good at that um, so definitely incorporate your side business take I would say um, make a schedule for yourself start planning I love planners I have some notebooks on my website I was starting planners I have to finish those but I definitely have um, notebooks they're made to order if you're interested in that www.avishael.com slash notebooks for the avian filtered show And you can just start jotting down some things. Set aside some hours. So let's say you do work a nine to five. So maybe when you come home, maybe take a breather, maybe eat some dinner and then say, you know what, from 830 to 930, I'm going to work on some ideas. I'm going to work on some implementation. Maybe take your... Saturdays and work on something and then build Saturdays and Sundays and maybe set aside, you know, 8.30 to 11 in the morning or 11 to 3. This is I'm going to work on my my other business. And then once you see some funds coming in and, you know, you're making a return on your investment or some something like that then maybe your full-time job becomes your part-time job and your business. You you work part-time on your business, part-time on work. So that would be some tips. And I also want to, for anyone who thinks that what they love is stupid and people are going to look at them crazy, listen, you can't care what people think. Um, I've been out of the system for about two, two, going on three years and I've been very transparent about that in past episodes and in some of my past posts. I, I ended up, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into detail on that because that's that's back then. If you want to know certain things, you can ask me questions. Um, not really going to delve in that arena. But I will say that a lot of people that I, you know, knew and loved, they really, you know, they really bash me. It doesn't bother me now. It, um... It was a shocker then because I was like, wow, I definitely knew you from, you know, birth. You hate me now because I'm doing what you don't understand. So people, some people are ready for that. Some people let, you know, their dreams take precedent over, over their emotions and what they think people are going to say. And then some people, some people um, really care what people say. So it's all up to the individual whatever you, you want to do. But that's my, that's my tips. And I find that it's freeing. The most important thing, see when sometimes when you're at these jobs, you feel depressed and you feel your mental health is declining and that's not good. If you feel like that, then start doing what you love. Like I said, if you if you have some stuff saved up, you have some maybe quit your job. you know life is up to you. life is what you create from it. And life is meant to be loved what you what you do you should love. And if I can help, that's why I help you know my clients. Not only do they come to me for health, Meaning like food, meal plans and stuff like that. That's why I'm a holistic health coach because they talk to me about their days. They talk to me about work. They talk to me about their relationships. We, we go into that because that affects everything. It affects everything. It affects your, your, your well-being, your, the way you live life. It affects all of that. And I think when people work with other people, and this is why I have people apply to work with me for holistic health coaching and, uh, and just in general, I don't have people apply to be my friend. I mean, I don't do that, but in a sense I kind of do because in a sense I do, I mean, they don't write it on paper, but it's, it's, I can feel that it's like, is our energy a match? And I'm not saying we have to be identical. But I'm saying, do we vibe with each other? Do we laugh? Like, is it, are you a kind person? Or are you someone who's going to misunderstand me? Now I understand that a lot of people are not doing this. A lot of people are not free nationals. A lot of people are not diplomats or American allodial. They don't have an American allodial identification card. They don't have all of that. And the stuff I talk about, some people know in secret, they don't say it. But some people know. They'll never say it, though. Um, Some people don't. A lot of people don't know, though. It's, like, hidden. So with me, a lot of people kind of shy away because there's nothing to converse about or they don't understand that arena or things like that. So it's, it's, it's just who you want to befriend who you want in your life. And that's how I approach life in general. When, when, when clients come to me, it's, is this person going to put the work in? Um, are they going to like my personality? Am I going to like their personality? Are they going to respect my time? Because I'm a very punctual person. And I like having punctual clients, responsible clients. I'm not the person who will hold your hand, but I'm the person that will help you as I have helped people. If you want to check out the testimonials on my website who have helped people live the life they love and ignite their own fire within themselves So I'm not the type that's going to be drained. So some clients come to you and they think you're a health coach, you're supposed to do the job for them. I don't do the job for you, I help you help yourself. Because in the end, I want you to be the leader of your own life. And a lot of times with these jobs, people wanna remain the boss, they wanna boss you around and they usurp their authority in the wrong way. So when I wanna work with people, I I have to pick up on their vibe, and I'm my vibe is not for everyone. So I I'm not saying I'm a, I'm not a mean person, but some people just can't take my energy. It has to do with astrology. It also has to do with certain knowledge that I know. So certain people don't really want to work with that because it scares the shit out of them. <laughs> you know, it, it it just truly does. So finding. The people that you want to be around, if you go back to episode 102 about trash projection and toxicity, how it can affect your health, it can affect your health. So make sure you pick a job and don't get in that mindset because I was in that mindset too. That mindset that, oh, oh, I need fun so bad. I need I need to support myself so bad. I'm gonna just pick this job. You know, it's a shitty ass fucking job, but you still pick the fucking job job means persecution for a reason so at least be persecuted the way you want to be per- I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding pick something that you actually know you love computer technology Ch- choose that one if you necessary if you have to work for somebody and and being a boss and entrepreneur is also not for everyone this life is not for everyone um so if you, if you work well with a boss, that's great. If you want to stay, if you want to, you know, stay doing that, but just making sure that you love what you're doing is the most important thing. So foods moving on to foods that can help free you mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Let's see. Definitely. I would say smoothies, smoothies for me, Just smoothies and green juices. They just help satiate me. And I don't mean physically. I mean on a mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritual level. They're very satiating. Uh, uh, One of my favorite smoothies. I can no longer have avocado or mango. I'm allergic right now. But I used to love this. So you definitely want to write this down. Ready? (laughs) So put one. You could do one mango. Obviously frozen or frozen or fresh, but you want it cut. You don't want to put the whole fucking mango, the pit in there. Don't do that. Um, so put the whole mango in there. You can do one avocado. And then I do romaine lettuce. You can do Swiss chard. You can do about a half a cup to a cup of romaine lettuce and Swiss chard together because you want a lot of greens. Um, you want about just just eyeball it eyeball it and adjust it to taste you could put some parsley in there this is what i call the the holistic smoothie because it does help you um feel calmer definitely definitely man definitely <laughs> So that you can do coconut water or you can do coconut milk if you want for some extra fats. You can also do, um, if you don't want to do coconut milk, you can simply do three to five Brazil nuts. If you need it sweet for now, it's usually sweet enough for me, but if you need it sweeter, you can do two to four medjool dates. Um, Usually like a, a teaspoon of hemp seeds, hemp seeds, chia seeds, or flax seeds, whichever seed you love. And also, um, if you want to do almond butter or cashew butter, you can. And then I usually add uh, about a half a cup, quarter cup to a half a cup of blueberries if you want, but you don't need it. And then you just, you know, blend it. You blend it and it really helps calm you, relax you. You can put magnesium in there if you want, like a, a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of magnesium. You can do that. Um, if you get on my newsletter or my blog or both, actually my newsletter, I send out recipes sometimes. I'm actually going to start sending out more recipes to my subscribers. So they have more, um, week, uh, not weekly, try not to say week, weekly. They have, um, Monday, every Monday, there we go. Every Monday recipes. So that's another option. I did have a whoopie pie recipe that's in my earthly desserts book, which I give my clients for free when they become a a health coaching client. What else helps the mind? Like I always say, having a, a big, huge salad will help you mentally. Sometimes giving yourself some time not to eat anything will help you mentally. But those are the foods, calming foods, What else? Having having blueberries, having a lot of hydrating foods. Maybe having a bowl of honeydew melon and cantaloupe can help calm you and just make you feel really good. I used to make this juice called Glowburst juice. I don't make it anymore because um, certain juices can spike your blood sugar. But I would put pineapple orange juice this is before when I was just switching over to veganism pineapple um, parsley I might have put mango in there um, but you can add you know Swiss chard if you want or bok choy and and blend that and try that as a juice I don't think I put that in there it was mainly fruit but if you want make it a green juice, put bok choy in there you put swiss chard you could put romaine lettuce parsley and then put like um a quarter cup to a half a cup of pineapple and see how you like that I never tried that one but it sounds really yummy and it gets your all your greens in and it's really really good so, I hope that helped. If you have any other suggestions or want to get any more recipes, definitely sign up for my newsletter, com/slash subscribe. I also do meal plans. I have a bunch of recipes that I don't share on here, but definitely stay tuned for the upcoming episodes because I share a lot more recipes in those upcoming episodes. Share, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell a friend. And. Have an unfiltered day. I will see you next week.